AJ McCall dropped the mic on fire. Festival, <sighs> one of the one of the Netflix documentaries that everybody's been talking about. Well, yeah, because I don't know what's going on. I am obsessed We're with documentaries. I am like in love with Not them. In the Bahamas. Somebody help me. <laughs> it's okay. Firefest really wasn't in the Bahamas either. No. Um, almost the full staff. Buzzing. Almost the full drop the mic crew. We're missing one, but we got intern Tiny Tim and intern Young Gun in with us. Yeah, yeah. Hey. To go over the greatest party that never happened. Yes. You know, this is something I was very interested in because when it, when it happened, when everything went down with Fire Festival, I was not paying attention to... I don't remember hearing a thing about no, it. Well, I, I was remember, on radio then. I remember hearing about it. I just don't remember. I just remember it was a catastrophe and that was it. Like, that's all I remember. And like Dustin, I told him I was watching this documentary and I started explaining it and he's like, yeah, I know. I already... I, I, duh. He like, was. He bought tickets. He was there. I know. Well, I was. <laughs> he just was like, in the documentary. He's like, I already like everybody knows about this, and I was like, I, I didn't, didn't know, know anything about it. Yeah. So starting this, very interesting. We'll kind of give you a brief rundown of like what what happens. It's a great music festival. Supposedly, was pitched as a great music festival. It started out with an app that was developed. Um, if you haven't seen this this documentary. Um, we're going to, spoilers, yeah, I guess spoilers. you could spoilers. say, so spoiler alert, the we're going to be thing. talking about it, but basically what the rundown was, they wanted to start Fire Festival, which was a kickoff of this app that Ja Rule had come up with that was, uh, ja Rule. Ja Rule. it was this, it was really smart because the, no, the, the app, app great. yeah, oh, so the, genius. yeah, so smart. So the app basically is like the Uber of booking talent. So if you wanted Iggy Azalea to perform at your at your uh, birthday party or whatever, all Bar you had mitzvah. to do was go on there and and just request them, pay yeah. it, and then done. Instead of having to deal with all of the big media sources and and everything. So it's really smart. So this guy Billy uh, McFarland came up with this idea of, hey, look, we are going to. Kick this off with a massive festival in in the Bahamas on uh, uh, Pablo Escobar's island. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. That Everything part was is one of gorgeous. The things too, when the guy I was know. like, he's like, don't say the island. First he's video. Like, Pablo Escobar's, Escobar's island. island. Right, get off okay, my island. get off. Five You're done. Seconds. It's it's done. We're we're <laughs> done. An island for yeah, ten minutes. I just can't even. I I cannot wrap my head around how dumb this guy is. Um, honest to goodness, though, before we get into this and we rip this guy apart, um. It was a genius marketing ploy, by the way. Well, genius, like first, if it would have worked. The first hour, I feel like you you almost feel sympathetic for him. Because like, don't get me wrong, everything's going wrong. You're like, cut it's your losses, cut your losses. Right. But then you're like, yeah. he has a vision. So you, you almost... almost Feel sympathetic well, I just don't know him. why. I just don't know why it wasn't like, "Hey, let's postpone this until next year." Because I think if they would have had an extra year to be able to plan it, it would have been fine. Well, I think after you, you sold everything, you were kind of just past the. The point of no return. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's it's very um, interesting. So, anyway, backtrack a little bit. They they book this, this festival to be on Pablo Escobar's island. They put out all sorts of Instagram posts with Instagram models. Bella Hadid, Kendall Jenner, um, Gigi Emily Hadid. Emily Ratajkowski. Emily Ratajkowski. Like, there are so many of these massive... Uh, Instagram influencers that are are putting up these things and they are blowing up, just completely blowing up Instagram. Again, genius from a marketing standpoint. Well, if you had everything together. It was so interesting the impact they had because basically that's what they did. They traded out 
that the influencers, what they call them, the, the people who have all the yeah. followers on Instagram, are going to come for free, and then they post, and by just doing that, everything explodes, and then the media just ran with it. I mean, that's what we've seen. Well, I they're think also in- getting paid as well on right. top of that, mm-hmm. or supposedly getting right. paid. They started off getting paid, and then... Right. Like, hey, where's well, my just, money? But like it, it, that was what it was just all based on Instagram. Instagram launched the whole thing. Yeah. Which is crazy because then Job Rule talked about it when the the news started picking up because they're like, oh my gosh, all these people are posting about it because like it's not a surprise. Like if something yeah. happened like that now, McCall and I would be talking about it on of the morning course. show. Of course. Oh, of course. And everybody across the nation would be talking about it. And so that's what's really interesting to me is that basically, and that's what we've seen with like the Trump presidency too. You just got to get your name there and then just run it. You want news just running, your name running, because attention is attention. Bad or good is attention. I am so, I'm still so shocked about about this whole fire festival because of of what happened, because of the fiasco, because of the way that everything went down, because they sold these tickets and they sold out and they were 95% sold out by the second day that they were on sale, which is nuts to me. They were not 95% sold out and they were selling it to this private island that was Pablo Escobar's island after which the people were like nope you're done you can't be on this island that's the end of it and so they had to move over to this other island that was basically like a uh, it was like a property development like they were creating this subdivision but the subdivision never went through and so they put up these hurricane tents all over this little island (laughs) as as these these exclusive villas that were supposed to be super pretty. And I can't even imagine how much. People are like, oh my gosh, you spent $4,000 to be able to be here. Like, I am so shocked at this. You know what's funny, though, is that everybody, the majority of people that got ripped off, when you sit back and think about it, were just all rich people. Oh, well, that's true. So then, because at first I'm like, oh, that's messed up. I know, and then you're like, oh, wait a second. Oh, wait, you guys are all rich anyway. Y'all have money. Suckers. Right. Got them, coach. (laughs) No, but that's, I thought that was the best part was because you always hear about the little guys always getting scammed, the phone scams, this, 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 and that, emails. But the big, the the wealthy people, the people that supposed to know it all, you know, people that have publicists got scammed. Right, exactly. That's hilarious. I don't you know, no I says. honestly, <laughs> so with the Fire Festival documentary, there was obviously so much uh, people getting sued, Billy, Billy McFarlane getting sued and then just being dumb, but I'm so interested to know how did people get off the island? Like, they didn't go into depth about that. Like, I want to know about that. I want to know about you, trying to get off the island. I want to understand. I think eventually and, they get to fly off. Well, of course. But hello, what happens after the first day when they're on there? And then it's like, hey, by the way, all of the acts are canceled. And now you guys are stranded on Exuma and you can't go anywhere. Well, locked, what well, happened? Part of those it's, people it's, got it's locked in the, in the airport. They locked them in the airport. Which is kind of crazy. Well, right. I know. <laughs> I think kind of crazy. It is crazy. I, it's totally no, it's crazy. But it's crazy. like, okay, this was supposed to be a three-day, four-day event. What do they do for three to four days? You can't tell me that they just hung out in the freaking airport for three to four days. Like, I, I, I I'm know, so... I mean, that's exactly what that's where, like, I don't even know. Point, I want to meet where, somebody that went to Fire Festival. turned into, wow, this guy's kind of a jerk because, like... I know, because it's they like, what about could have stopped and all of a sudden people? you basically, as opposed to stopping admitting failure, you stranded all these people on the island. Yeah. But I, I kind of want to, like, the, the social media impact and the, uh, not only the social media impact, but the the image thing is still what gets me because, like... That's what this whole thing was built on. It was yes, built on it social was built media on the and then image. it was built on the image. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And you talk about scams. You talk, Tim mentioned scams, but like that's all it was. It was a couple it of was Instagram a posts scam. about beach and models. 
and then that blew up, and then you know Billy had this image that yep. people trusted, so they kept giving him money, yeah. and then that just exploded this whole thing, and all of a sudden they've spent what was it forty million dollars or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. See, you know what's funny though is if he would have kept it low, you know, low key, not go over the top, he still would have had people come to this festival, not the ritzy people that are like, oh my god, these are the villas. Like they would have had. People that do music festivals that do set up right camps and you know tents and they're used to that that vibe that lifestyle and they would have saw that and been like wow this is dope right but everybody else well, that the- people that he got his his you know uh, his crowd right that he targeted yep. were all ritzy so they're like what is this well I think that's where where greed kicked in absolutely and then, you know absolutely him wanting to. Yeah. His own personal image, I think. I think, yeah, I think it was greed, but also a lot. Um, he wanted to be, you know, validated. He Absolutely, wanted, he wanted to be like, "This is me. I did this." Look yep, at all this these is all mine. People, you know, if you if you backtrack to wanting to start a festival, wanting to start something, gain traction with something, you take some of the radio stations that we we listen to, that we've been friends with, that we are friends with ac- across the country, and you look at some of their festivals slash big like concert events that they do where does it start it starts with small local artists Mm -hmm. that's how you start it you don't start with big artists and don't get me wrong i love blink 182 so much do i love blink 182 there is no way i would fly to the bahamas to go and see blink 182 i'm sorry i love them but no well i don't think it was so i can see them in salt lake I don't Hello? think it was so much the concerts that drew people in. Like yeah, that was right? part of it, but it, it that was what the scam was. It was the, it was the island and the models. Yeah, right. That's yeah. That's really what sold it was the villas, the island, the, the models, the, the isolated like, island. I think yeah, was the biggest all that thing. Stuff. Like, you're just, like you hanging out with your friends. I'm pretty sure no one was like like 182. What? Here's right. like a billion dollars. Like a, that man. was just like a chair. I know. On the top. Yeah. Yeah. I he, someone says it in the documentary. He said, "Oh." He's like yeah, the comedian at the end. Yeah, he's like, if you paid this much to go see Blink, exactly, uh, you deserve it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the, wrong. The thing is, too, McCall. The thing I wish they'd f- maybe focus on a little bit because it was, it was f- the the documentary we watched was about Fire Festival, but it was also kind of Billy's story as well. But like, at what point? What What's confusing about the end, and we'll get into this, I think a little bit more because we're kind of still taking the overview. What's right. confusing is. The build up of Fire Festival to me wasn't built as a scam. It was something where nobody just nobody said no and he just he held on past the point he should have. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he turned to scam, so that makes you go back and question, like, well, was he trying to scam people? Because it builds him up the entire time as like he was a businessman and then he just yeah. bit off more than he could chew, and then all of a sudden you get into the scam part and you're like, Well, this guy's a scumbag. Right. So I, was he sc- trying to scam people the whole time? I think he was uh, a little on both like had his foot on each end. Like he didn't care where it was going. Right. Like in his mind, he was just like, he was gonna he was delusional. He was delusional and I, yeah. and uh in a mind like that, I've seen it before. He people like that justify every action uh-huh. they do yep. in their head. So it's, anything they do, they're right. So when yep. he did that, he's like, Oh no, yeah, this is uh blah 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 blah. Well, and like when he lied to them, yeah. like oh, Drake's gonna be here in his head, right. he's like, Well, yeah, I'm just getting money. I didn't mean like Drake. Like, like they, actually, Drake. Yeah, like they uh, yeah. justify that stuff. And like, what? Well, it's a very manipulative standpoint where where he's coming from. It was very manipulative, and I do think that it's it was something that was. 
I don't know if it's 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 an addiction. I don't know if it's something that he's addicted to because of the way that, that things, obviously we'll get into it in a little bit, but mm-hmm. the way that things play out towards the end of the documentary, I think it's got to be something that it, it, maybe he's doing it for the thrill of it. Maybe he's doing it because he's like, oh, I've done this forever and I'm just going to get away with it. I, well, I wrote down, I, I think it's comparable. You could kind of draw some parallels. And I know the movie's not entirely based on real life events, but you could draw some parallels between The Wolf of Wall Street. I think it's an arrogance <laughs> thing. And he just probably thinks that he's better because that's kind of how Wolf of Wall Street evolves. Like yeah, he, he, he has got, the line in the movie, he's like, I know how to spend their money better. Exactly. And so he just doesn't care that where he's taking the money from. Right. And right. that's what he starts out His sort of legit and then he fudges yep. the lines yep. and then he's just flat out scamming everybody. Yep. yep. And I think that that's that's exactly how it how it's how it goes because did, of the way that, that it plays out towards the end. Yeah, did no one like see a red flag for Jaru though? Come like that was <laughs> I the, know, I right? It's like to see him. What are we like, doing? This uh Billy McFarlane and it's funny how the whole movie's about Billy McFarlane, but they have Ja Rule in the movie and he's like Well and he's like the big part right he's like he's like one of the big ones that launched it and then he didn't get like in trouble for literally anything and he hardly gets mentioned in the documentary he's only there like on video with Billy McFarlane but they they name drop Ja Rule like here and there but you can tell that the documentary is Billy McFarlane it is Billy McFarlane well that's what's funny too you talk about the scam ability and and I think that's what's so alarming is you Tim mentioned how, you know, people talk about how lower people get scammed and whatever. And you think that the bigger people have people, especially in a company, have things in position. And he lied just to so many people. Job Rule got tricked. Their investors everybody got tricked. Got he lied to everybody out. in his company yep. that they started. Yep. Publicists, lawyers, all that. They're like, oh, yeah, this guy's legit. Psych. Got him, coach. Just, yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't know. There's so much about about it that is really interesting to break down because when it comes down to it, I'm not going to accuse anybody of having any anything, but it's very, the, the tendencies as we have seen with um, different big YouTube influencers and, and different people across the board are very manipulative and might, might I say, I don't want to say it because I don't want people to be like, call, how dare I'll you? I'll say it for but, you. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Here I'll say it first. No, I I just don't like it, it's very almost psychopathic because he doesn't care. He just well, doesn't care. And then there's the one part in inside of the documentary that talks about how he's just an adrenaline junkie. He he gets frustrated and so then he just goes out on the four-wheeler and just rips off as fast as he can go. Yeah. Well, I think that the social media I think is a big part to focus on too for a lot of reasons because when I was trying to find it on Netflix, there's a there's a documentary on Netflix uh, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's about some of the biggest social media influencers mm-hmm. and they just talk like in the tra- and I haven't seen it but the the trailer for it they talk about how miserable they are. Yep. Like they hate it. They yeah. absolutely hate everything that they do. Dude and that poor guy. Oh that poor guy. Which one? The one that Which, hired all the workers or Which poor guy? There's a lot of poor There's guys. There's a lot in of poor the, guys. The meme guy Everybody got screwed over. Literally. Yeah, the meme guy. Literally all the poor guys, but two, what which is the and meme Jaru. guy. Meme, the oh, meme guy. Andy. Andy, his name's Andy. That's his name. What? I feel so the bad for that guy. guy. The older guy that he worked with when he did yeah. the menaces. Yeah. The water guy. Yeah. The, the water, water guy. <laughs> yeah. The water guy. The water guy. The water guy. No, but and it's, poor guy. The other thing about social media too is one, you know the. 
that, but like you talk about the influence again, you know, people, we, we see it, McCall. We talk about it too, the, the love hate relationship we have it too. And there's people that make fun. I get made fun of all the time by some of my other coworkers that are older than me when I post pictures of like my food and stuff and they make fun of me. And then you see stuff like this, and you're like, you're really going to make fun of me? Like, that's that's the goal. Like, there are people who travel, take pictures, and they get paid, and they're like, all right, just go here and take pictures. Like, right. That's, that's the goal. actually the goal, is to be able to go everywhere. Like, go wherever you want to for free. And like, get paid. And, yeah, and get paid for all it. All day, every day. And but then get, think- get, the not- no, get the the notoriety and get the, the clout, yeah, really, and that think- people can see you and be like, oh, my gosh, see- look. This uh, is that person. I think Shay Dawson tackled this a little bit when he did the, the Jake Paul guy. thing. And then PewDiePie, I think, talked to it in response to Shane Dawson's thing where he talked about how, um, yes, they're successful, but to achieve that level of success, you have to have some psycho and psychopathic and tendencies, sociopathic tendencies to get there. And then you become so, like, obviously in that field of work, Oh, you got to be somewhat of a narcissist. You yeah, well, your, your followers become your revenue, so yeah. of course you become so unhealthily attached to them because mm-hmm. you can't lose them. You want to build more. Yeah. One, because it gives you more power. It gives you more influence. It gives you, you a right. chance you to make more money. You put yourself first no matter right. what. Yep. And yeah. that's how you get up there so high. Yep. But here's – so I want to go back to that word clout. I have some feelings about that word. Okay. Oh, boy. I hate, I hate that word. Oh, okay. But uh, no, I think it – look, I've been scammed before. There's right. no justification for scamming. Right. It's Never. wrong. I hate it. Yep. But at the same time, I think it's a full circle just desserts in everything that happened. Everyone was so worried about rite of passage, uh, clout. Oh, I got my tickets to fire on the first day. I spent, dropped 10 grand, blah, 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 blah. And then they got scammed from the scammer, who's also an idiot. Yep. It just went full circle. And yep. I'm like, you guys all deserve what you got. Sorry. <laughs> Right. It is what it well, is. I want, I want to, I'm not apologizing. I want to get back to the, on the social media thing because there was an interesting point in the documentary where it talked about the trouble for the models. And so I think a really interesting question is who's responsible because even that consultant guy talked about how he felt guilty too because he posted stuff on his Instagram that led people to believe like it's going to be on this sweet desert island. And right. he was like, I feel like I led people astray. And then the models got in trouble yep. and it changed policies on social media. And that McCall's, we've started to dabble a little bit in endorsements. Yep. How do you spread responsibility? Do the models and the influencers who post that and then didn't say it was an ad, do they deserve some of the blame? You know, I think that it, it comes from... Because they weren't so. involved, obviously. They didn't know so. it wasn't working. They didn't know they it misled. wasn't working. They didn't. And yeah. it, it, was, it was a misleading thing. It was very, very uh, misleading. But I do think that when it comes to endorsing something and when it comes to putting your name on something, you need to be doing the research into yeah, it. Know what it you're needs doing. to be something that needs to be followed along with the entire process. You can't just be like, okay, cool, here, here's my name. I've built this reputation for myself. Here's my name. I totally trust it. And then just leave it. You but, cannot just say that that's acceptable. Yeah, that's totally, I think, back to the followers thing again, the, the Shane Dawson and the PewDiePie yeah. thing. PewDiePie criticized Shane Dawson specifically, but Right. And other YouTubers, because there's that uh, therapy app that yep. they were promoting, mm-hmm. and then he went through and he said, he said, you know, you guys are putting this on like it's trying to be a good thing, right? Which but it could be a good thing. Doesn't but have the best reviews. How much have you looked into? And these that I things? think is, is a responsibility because uh, you know if you have those followers, and and yep. I think to Tim's point, like those followers have to be knowledgeable in the most. Like, Absolutely. Oh my gosh, Kendall Jenner tweeted this. This is fact. Use your head, but people. Kendall Jenner has, I think, a little bit of a responsibility to her followers too to kind of try Agreed. and do they a little are, bit of due and diligence. That's, and that's Agreed. what I want to get to is that that's the game they're playing. That's their game. 
they're out there getting followers, right? Making you no. know, they're being an influencer. Oh, I'm you're gonna pay me this much because I got this many followers yep. to help you out. You're playing the game. If yep. you you get burnt, that's your fault. Well, exactly. Sorry. No, and I, I can, I can see that perspective of it. But again, when it comes to like my own personal stuff, if I were ever to endorse something, I'm going to 100% believe in it. Oh, it's going to be something that has that been something, something that has been um, built up, something that verified. has been verified, yeah. something that has has had a a gained traction in the past. I would never no, just say, oh, yeah, no, I totally love this. Go do it. See, and then have I it be something completely that, like this. That yeah. is something I think that kind of gets overlooked. Because uh-huh. like when, for us, it's a little bit easier because the choices are not as wide. And I'm not saying that because you make more money, your morals need to become less however i think you op once you become a little bit more rich and like more people throw out bigger sums of money you kind of are willing to operate in gray areas a little bit more. right yeah. yeah and so again i think what tim is saying i i agree i i think it is i mean to the influencers themselves on to them because it'll affect their reputation is this person a scumbag is their person genuine yeah and that's a determined but the followers also i think have to do their due diligence. And you yep. know what? Claim accountability, too. Like, you Absolutely. Got, you got burnt, that's it. Move on. Like, yep. I've been dealt some bad cards in life. I didn't cry about it. I just got up, kept going. Right. Well, and, and that's like with uh, the big influencer, Ken- influencers, Kendall Jenner, uh, Bella Hadid, all of these all of these women that were acting as the models on these beaches. I think that's something... Again, I think that, yes, they, they needed to claim accountability for it, but I don't know why in the world you would put your name on it. Like, I don't know why you would put your name paid. on it and say, yeah, okay, sure. That's what I'm saying. They got pizzay. Because right. they got... Because their publicist got psyched out, and they trust their publicist, so their yeah, publicist that's fair. comes to them is like, yo, I got this and fire right. festival. You know, and here's it's the thing. Fire. Here's well, the that's thing what is they obviously said too, their we're, person, there's this hot festival, you got right. and that's why yeah, all of a sudden all those models were there. Like, right. this, is, this is what's happening. This is going to be this legit. Is gonna, yep. And that's the thing is that the whole following the trend things. Yep. That's what happens. You yep. want to follow trends so badly that you get delusional. It's like, oh, you don't see past yeah. the BS. Guess yeah. what? Have fun. Again, I think it kind of comes back to like the fear of missing out that everybody yeah. has. Everybody's got the FOMO. Every, everybody I is used, so afraid that they're going to miss out on something. I used and to so get this, mad when my friends didn't invite me to things. Right. Well, this first thing, this first year, it's like I got to be in on this. Yeah. I got to be in on this really cool thing, which is great. But again, people need to start using their heads when it comes to this it's kind of thing. No, do not put your name on something that you do not know is a verified good thing. No, I think a, a good transition, and I'm going to put a pin in it because I want to come back to it because it's something uh-huh. else I want to ask, but a good transition into that is the the uh, millennials wanting experiences, and then on top of that, yeah. the importance of social media in everybody's life. But I wanted to ask, like, what do you think about the fact, because there's, there's that saying, right? And, and we talk about it because I went to college and you didn't. Right. Um, so it's sort of related, but there's that saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. And I was telling Tim, and I, I mentioned it, and I don't think anybody else has seen it, but there's ESPN does those 30 for 30s and there's sports documentaries. Uh-huh. And there's one on a guy who bought the, I think it's the New York Islanders, it's a hockey team. Uh-huh. And the way he swung it was he hung out with a high class of people. So banks were like, oh yeah, this dude's legit. And they were like, yeah, he's got money. And so that that was all it took. And yep. then he owned the franchise and then he slipped up the end, much like happened here on Fire Festival. Yep. But he basically almost pulled off buying a sports franchise by being a normal everyday guy. He just had powerful friends. Well, again, that's that's like what happens uh, towards the end of Fire this this documentary, the Fire Festival documentary, is that like 
he gets accused of this. He gets he gets I don't even know what you would what you would say. Indicted. Uh, yeah, he gets indicted, indicted. and then uh, he goes right back into scamming people and, and, and living in a penthouse and too. living in a penthouse. Oh, like what it came down to is basically he was a very 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 crafty salesman, but not only that, he was a manipulative liar. Absolutely, it comes down to the fact that he's he was just this manipulative liar that has nothing but but smoke to spew up well, everybody. You know, like, I'm, I'm glad you say it because actually I wrote this down and I, I want to make – so next week we're going to talk about a different documentary watch has to do with social killer. So, uh, social killer, killers, which I think it. you'll figure out. Social but, you know, people – we talked about it. We did a whole podcast on why we're fascinated with serial right. killers and we talked about it, I think, on air a little bit about how people – it's still sort of taboo. People are like, why are you interested in that? And then you think about it – if you think about it, McCall, it's not that they're – I guess maybe you can make. There's two ways you go about it. You say they're the modern serial killers, or people always talk about the thing that interests them. Is it's what we said is what's the broken piece? That's Why, the difference? Yeah, yes. what I triggered said, it? I said I think people have a lot of dark thoughts, maybe not tendencies that come, and to deny it, I think right. is ridiculous. I think people have there, but you don't act on them. Yes. Well, this guy, I think, is somewhere in between your normal person who acts on none of them and the mm-hmm. serial killer. He's yeah. in the middle. Because right. he has serial killer tendencies, the only difference is he scammed you out of your money as opposed to going well, on a murdering spree. It's funny right. you say that because on the serial killer, we'll get to it, but one quick insight is they actually did, what was it, like the brain scan and found that his like sympathy where that would be in your brain yeah. was blocked out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, no it's, well, it's just very interesting. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Like, people talk a lot about the psychology. It's why I think people are so fascinated about the serial killer thing. Like, yeah. what Curious. is the difference between this guy right. and normal and people? And this Billy, I think, is in the middle. Yeah. He's, he's closer the to serial killer is, than the average is there, person. Is there a lot more intelligent than normal people? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're trying things because out of boredom. Well, do you remember right. And it's that, possible. That's true. Because remember there was that case where that kid drove his, his, stole his parents' car, drove into a restaurant, killed four people, whatever. And then he got off of, off on the charges because they said he's rich. He didn't know any better. Like he didn't know he could do that. That was the defense and it worked. Right. So it might Which be something nuts. like that where you, you reach a level of intelligence that and he surpasses just gets to your a point morals. Where, and you yeah. say whatever, I'm being honest. Right. So you're, you're, you're socially incapable of yeah. You know, I really would like to reach back into uh, Billy McFarland's past because I haven't I haven't looked very far into his past. I don't know anything yeah, about about what he did yeah. because honestly, I think that it, it might be something that that he Trust he became fun, numb baby. to. Well, maybe, but he just became numb to because. He wanted this, you know, he he wanted this fire festival to happen. He wanted this big, massive, beautiful, luxurious party to happen. The clout to go back to him for him to be like, yes, I'm so great. This is so awesome. But what happened in the past that made him come to this point where he's like, oh, you know what? This is bigger. This is better. Let's do this. Yeah, well, I think three things. One. The American dream, right, is always more. There's of never course. enough. Oh, gosh, you don't of course. stop anywhere. Yep. Two, the saying uh, money doesn't change you, money just makes you more of what you are yeah. comes to mind. And then mm. um, three, I think they talk a lot about at, with athletes is when people gravitate towards money and usually it's not good people. And so that I think is something too when we, we kind of just talked about responsibility on the social media side and not to say that his company or anybody around him is in trouble because a lot of he screwed over a ton of oh, his yeah. employees. Mm-hmm. But like you talk about that too, I think the more famous, the more you better you are, it tends to be. I think 
the better people will have people around them that will tell them no or tell them disagree with them. Right. But I think a lot of times people get to a level of success that I know more than everybody else, so I want people who think like me. Yeah. And so then they just keep telling you, like, oh, I can keep going because everybody's on board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, Andy talked about that in the documentary. Like, he thought it was terrible. He cried all the time. But because of Billy's reputation, he's like, no, 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 he'll figure it out. And then he that's why he felt complicit because he kept pushing everybody to follow him. Yeah, right. Yeah, now, yeah, it yeah. makes me really curious because he he did. He was just like, yes, uh, I'll trust his I'll trust his judgment. I'll trust what he's yeah. doing. He knows how to figure this out. But the thing is, is that I think this is just what made it fall apart because there has been probably I don't know. I don't know because I didn't look into Billy McFarland's past or anything. It's probably the case where. He had made things come together with these massive parties because dude doesn't have any money. Dude didn't make any money. Dude scammed everybody out of their money and and just went on with it. You know, it's like they ran they got to a point where they ran out of money in the middle of Fire Festival, in the middle of this whole this whole debacle, and they send out this thing that's like, hey, you have to buy these bracelets, these wristbands that pay for your food that pay for pay the vendors and they're like those things exist when i went to atlanta that's yeah you you link your credit card with it but those things well that's you just scan them that's where it started though is that fire festival started this so the guy has genius ideas the guy has no grasp on reality to be able to figure out how to make this happen it takes longer than just three months or whatever to try and make this thing happen. And that's, I wonder if that's what clicked because so like when they get in a lawsuit, right, it goes back and it says, okay, well he was doing some of these shady things in the past. You're like, okay, how do I take this? Because to me, like the way that it built it up was Firefest was legit. It was just too much. It bit off too much. And then all of a sudden it gets his scams. So is that what clicked? Like he just, he had that intelligence. Like I'm, I'm beyond this. And he's like scamming people is way easier than legitimately doing it. Yeah. yeah. I think so that's he exactly what it is. And thing he just was like, I'm just going to scam people. Well, and that's, I think that's exactly what it was because they made these people fill these bracelets and they said, basically, you're going to need $3,000 for the weekend. A lot of people are going to fill them with $3,000, fill it up. But then everybody else was like, what? What? We don't have the capabilities to be able to take these wristband bracelet things. A lot of the vendors were like, we don't have this. And again, I think he's very smart. I think it was a very smart marketing Ploy. I think it was very smart to to do this kind of massive festival to kick it off. Yeah. Overarching, the ideology behind it is genius. The guy yeah. himself, the app was genius. I think the festival so was smart. cool. They just I bit think off it, way too much. Of exactly. I think that I think that they should have waited maybe another six months or hired more people that were more knowledgeable about it's it. Pretty nice there. Or not right. Lie. right. Or, or, right. If if if. It He's had a been pathological liar. Right. If it had been something that had been just straightforward and people had just been like, this is what it is. Yeah. This is what we have to work with. I obviously can't say Pablo Escobar's island because now we're just going to get kicked off of it. I can't. That was I know. So I'm so like, what's wrong with you? Of the whole thing. Don't me, say it. Okay, cool. Ask you First this. video. Pablo Escobar's <laughs> island. I know. If he would have been just upfront with it, I think they probably would have been able to figure stuff out. Absolutely. I do. And check. Let me, let me ask you this. If he never said Pablo Escobar's island and they kept the previous island, which was a big debacle of the whole thing. Right, yeah, that was really yeah. the downfall you, you of it think, all. Like it may, they I don't know. May I think have pulled it off. I think there's a possibility that they could have pulled it off, but again, I don't think all of the technicalities because they, they I don't think they still had well, figured out the villas. No, yeah, well, back no, to back to all. what I said. Like I said, when you're successful, 
I think a lot of people make them. I think the most successful people make sure they have a good balance of people around them. Yeah. And other and I think for him, no, he and the the, the guy that flew the plane was a prime example. He said he did it. He slept on this. He said this is going to be terrible. You can't do it. And then as opposed to taking his advice, when he was like, I slept in the tent. It was awful. They're like, you're done. Yeah, you're, you're fired. That's it. Yeah, he was. Uh, he just wanted a bunch of yes men around him. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He didn't want to so hear the criticism. He didn't want to see delusional see the, vision. Through. Yep. He didn't want to see the real what was actually yeah. happening. It was like he wanted he wanted people to just just again validate yeah. what what he was doing and say, oh yeah, this is great. No, you're great. Just just keep doing this. You're doing great things. This is this is awesome. You're going to be mm-hmm. successful. You're going to be great. When in reality, everyone's like, why are you doing this? And I just think he, I think it's something in his head that it was just a next level of validation for him. And and that's what he wanted and craved. Yeah. And you know what else? If he would have been more, you know, like, because he was so over the top over and over and over again with everything he did. I guarantee you with the same uh, demographic he had, if he would have just been like, I got these, you know, very conservative looking tents right that, that you know everything's nice is not over the top if he, they would have if he would have told them that and then got nice tents instead of those uh hurricane hurricane tents, tents yeah. the leftover hurricane tents. Nice tents to make it look nice and inexpensive yeah the the it would have still because it would have caught me uh social media anyways right yeah. and they still rich people are rich they want to be validated they're right like, oh, of course what? they're going there i want i want to be there Here's exactly my money. exactly if he would have said they were like really chill tense like oh man that's cool kind of like hippies right and they still would have spent their money yeah and so i would that's the point i want to get to so i put the pin in social media i want to come back to because i think there's two sides of it mm-hmm. so tim's been hitting a lot on the people the attendees and wanting to be validated and i think you could talk about the boastful side also Social media, I think both. So, we, I don't, Gunnar, are you a millennial? I don't remember. Uh, well, or are you see, Gen X? The, uh, well, I was born in 97. No, you mean Gen Z. That's what I meant. Gen Sorry. Gen My X bad. Let me, I'm going to check. Yeah, Hang on. Period. You're like right on the fence because I think right, it's like, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure I Wait, think I am. Wait, when were you born? 97. Uh, He's like right there. Yeah. 96. Is technically is the cutoff. The you're cutoff. Nah, you're yeah. Gen Z. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the millennial thing, right? Because we we did a podcast on this with Jason from uh, KV News for the People, and we just did a whole podcast on right. millennials, right? And he talked about how millennials get made fun of because they'd rather have experiences than things, right? Mm-hmm. But then we talked about it, like Tim's mentioned the attendees wanting the validation, and I think we've hit a lot on how Billy wanted the clout. Yep. Yeah. So how much is social media uh, to you? How important is it? Because uh, that's what we see. Because like the experience, just to start with right, the festival. Right. There's now, this is going to be a whole other podcast that we get into oh, yeah. because this there's so much to, to, to deep dive wanted, into uh, with one it. One real quick one. Yeah, go ahead. No one wants experiences. I They're do. Like 10% want experiences. Guaranteed. The other 90% are like, oh man, look at this great experience. Instagram, hi. Yeah, I'm having a great time. Okay. On my phone. Right. Well, no, no. He was talking about He's talking about the experiences to to, rather about, than buying a home. Like, buying like a they don't want to buy a house. Car, you want to go on a vacation. Get smaller in rent because they want to travel or yep. yeah. go do something cool that they can take pictures of. That ex- yeah. those no, the idea is great, but the majority of people that chase that don't do it for. See, that's. That's the kind of the, the messed up thing is the people that want the experiences are too scared to go for it. Those are the people I've seen that just do the job and don't they don't really 
take life by the horns mm-hmm. and the people that do the experiences are the ones that are like doing it for the clout like hey well look, but aj goes this. on vacation all that's the time right. I, I, I told whole, mccall I I don't, everybody and that's, i don't think i'm gonna buy a house aj's ever. never gonna buy a house I no, that's, McCall, that's just how it is i think that you could you can almost see a split in millennials too because we joke about this all the time for for me for the every one of me's there's five of my friends who want the house want the kids and that's what they want as soon as they finish college so i think you could probably say there's a split among millennials but but going back to so, so okay, I want both. I'm gonna be difference, rich. right? Of course, <laughs> difference <laughs> in what you think that the millennials are chasing. But I think the again the whole thing that that he sold him on was not. It was the experience. It was beach models, booze, concert again, exclusive. It is a very People. very very smart marketing standpoint. Very smart because they are marketing the millennials. They are marketing the rich rich millennials that have the money, that want the experiences, and that want to post onto their social media and gain the clout because social media influencers make a lot of money. YouTube influencers oh, yeah. also make a lot of money. But it, it's something that that I think that millennials are are chasing after. Attracted and, to, yeah. and uh, Attracted to, exactly. It's the idea it's, of being able to influence that, people. That. And I don't... upsmanship I don't yeah. think that... I think a little bit of healthy competition is okay. You know, it's a, a little bit of, of, of um, like, kind of competition is okay. Friendly competition, that's what I was looking for. Healthy competition. Is, is healthy... That's healthy jealousy. That's going. what Charlemagne said. Uh, gosh, but <laughs> I just think that this this specific situation, people were looking for the pictures. That's why they, people were going. They yeah. were going for the pictures. They were going to post the things on their social media, and they were going just to look better. Validation. No, I agree, and that's what I wanted to ask. What the factor was, because I think we we we've hit it a lot. Social media was the prime factor. He got this thing off the ground. Right. I think social media is the prime reason that attendees went. They were yep. following those people that yep. were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be here. Yep. And then social media is a prime reason why they wanted to go. Yep. Yeah, social media into egos, into validation. Yep. It goes all hand in hand. So because- I want to transition that because I think social media is, is like one of the core. You talk about where's responsibility go. And not that I'm not saying Instagram is responsible. No, for I wouldn't the failure, say that either. But Instagram yeah. is a huge. It is fire a huge driving. Fire festival. Yeah, a yeah. driving factor. So for, for it. us, with social media being so pivotal, yeah. in what we do, you've mentioned it several times. You think the marketing was genius. Yeah. How do you stand back and look at this, one, as a millennial, mm-hmm. two, as a social media user, and three, as someone who needs social media for their job? This whole thing. You know, I, I think it all goes back to, if we were to endorse something, if we were to say, it all goes back to the endorsement point that we were talking about earlier. Right. I think that it, it goes back to you taking the time to get to understand what is happening with with the whole thing. I think it's something that, in the future, if they were to do something like this, I think would be incredible. I think it would be amazing if they got it down, like planned. If they got everything hammered down, all yeah. of the itty, like the itty bitty little details that you don't think matter, matter. And if they if they got it down, I think that would be very very important. Um, I think that obviously social media is going to continue to play parts in in promoting everything. Uh, when it comes to our own specific jobs, social media, we have seen such a huge, huge uh, jump in it, a spike in it, and and the important, in, in such a huge importance in it. Uh, I was actually talking to our owner today, and he was asking me about different things with our 
uh, our morning show and was asking about like getting phone calls and if we were getting phone calls and I said we we do but we get a lot of interaction on the social media because yeah. that's where everybody has gone everybody yeah. has transi- transitioned to the social media and it becomes something that that everybody if you want to be successful in radio specifically here's just a little tidbit for you if you want to be successful in radio you need to be uh, diversify yourself and not be afraid to change and not be afraid to throw yourself on social media it needs to be something that you need to understand and I have read many a book on social media influencing honestly over the past like six months I think I've probably read four or five books on social media influencing I know it's kind of impressive I've never done that before (laughs) but it's I didn't know you could read I didn't either it's because someone reads to me um oh that's right the audio book it's the audio book I forgot Um, consumed not read they're consumed (laughs) and not read so I have spent the time with this uh social media analytics consumption and i think they were right with their with their promotion i think they killed it i think they did a very good job with it and i think that that what went wrong was the lying and the not doing it right what went wrong was billy mcfarland the dude is very smart the dude is very cunning and very manipulative though let's i would heap on him the same thing i heap on the kardashians and people ask me about this all like the time, fairly. everybody they ask me. Yeah. Like, they, do you think they're dumb? I think there's. I do not like them. I do not want to watch them. I think their show is a whole is stupid. Do it I is. think they're not intelligent? No, absolutely not. They are they're very, very intelligent, very smart. Their marketing team is very smart. They have done a really good job to uh, to grab what they what they have and just launch it in the future. Yeah. Starting a TV show, you know, all because Kim Kardashian released a sex tape. Starting a TV show, she was in a Fallout Boy music video that I didn't realize she was in the Fallout Boy music video until like last year. But all of Chris these Chris Jenner paying off TMZ about the Lamar Odom thing. Exactly, mm. Chris Jenner paying Just off so TMZ. They could put it on the show. Chris yeah. Jenner works harder than the, the devil. devil himself. Oh. Like she is. It's true. The marketing on it is very smart. Say what you will about the Kardashians. Sure, you hate them. Sure, you think that they're they're pompous and they're stupid. They are stupid. They're very, very. They are very intelligent. Intelligent when it comes to the marketing side of things. Tim, your thoughts on on social media before I get to my last. Point. Beg to differ on that last part. I maybe. And hear me out. I don't know that I'm ready to hear you out. Bring it on. Out. Let's hear it. They're not intelligent. Maybe, it's a it's may, specific wait. intelligence. How would we? Okay, keep going. Wait, go, wait. go, go. They're not intelligent. Maybe they are so dumb and simple that they attract the simple-minded of this generation. Uh, see, yes Boom. to the last part, not to the first part. Agreed. Because Will Wiki is stupid. She is dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. The Kardashians see, are not. I would I would 100% agree with AJ because the Kardashians have kept this thing going for years and years and yeah. years and but years yes and years. yes to who they cater well, to. They, yes, yes to who, who they, they cater to. to. Yes. They know exactly who their audience is and they know exactly how to attract that audience. That's what they audience. tell us in radio too. You have, if you, you have want to know be successful, who your you have to identify is. your audience. And you can create this character and create this character Uh-oh. to to <laughs> we're schooling you no you can create this character to be able to adapt to exactly who your audience is you cater to who your audience is well, aj and i yeah aj and i could could create a morning show for literally any type of audience if we're looking at 
at but 50 obviously plus. we have realms that we're more comfortable in because we want to stay yeah, genuine. About to well, say exactly because we are. I'm we, about to start looking for people. We are exactly who who we are. We're genuine, but we know how to cater these conversations. You exaggerate certain things. Yeah, you know you how to cater the conversations to, to, to different yeah. uh, different audiences. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes, and I think that that's exactly what it is with the Kardashians. Yeah, because. You look back on their past, you look back on on the way that they got famous, you look back on Rob Kardashian, um, and, and the way that everything kind of unfolded. I'm just going to shout out Scott Disick, because he's hilarious. Oh my gosh, I love that guy. But I, it, they're very smart. I think their marketing yes. ploy is very smart, because if it wasn't, they wouldn't be around this and once long, again, because I just people say, understand it. Once again, I just want to say, well, Wookie's stupid. She's dumb as a box of rocks. Yes. Really dumb. Correct. Okay, so the last point I wanted to get to, and Kay. I figured this is the point to, I think, end this on appropriately yes. with all the superficial thing of the failed concert and all these rich kids and all that stuff is the people who really suffered. Yep. So Tim talked about how the rich kids, you know, they're rich or whatever, and they have the lawsuit. I think at some point they will see some sort of justice. Billy got sent to jail. Thank goodness. It took him twice to get there. But the people who really suffered were the people of Jamaica. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. absolutely. You know, this is the thing that's so oh, that devastating. And the coworkers. I know. And, and his coworkers because he ran up their credit woman. card bills. That's the thing that is so uh, so difficult to see is that th- that that lady in, in Jamaica. The it, restaurant lady. It's so heartbreaking. The people of Exuma. I just wish that, again, it goes back to my my point about him having psychopathic tendencies. It goes back to that because he doesn't care. He didn't care about other people's other people's thoughts, other people's emotions, other people's anything. He he just didn't care and it's devastating. You know, this could have been such a huge thing to create new jobs in Jamaica. This could have been such a huge thing. Oh, yeah, cuz they wanted to, him after to, they heard about it, they wanted they signed him to a 5-year deal. Right. It could have been so huge to be able to promote the the economy and and tourism. and benefit the tourism and the economy and working to set up the stages and all that That's and the local f- the fact that income. the fact that they just it's it's devastating it really well, yeah, is well because especially you mentioned so the restaurant lady had to clean out her savings to pay the people That's who got really the only who one didn't get paid I feel bad for and like, then the guy that guy it. who that was I think his name was Jr who's kind of the in between he was sort of he was Jamaican <laughs> but he was kind of the head of the workforce yeah. left the island. Because people were going to take it out on him because he couldn't leave. Like, Billy and them, they went home. JR didn't go anywhere. He was there. He said, I love it in the in the documentary. He said, forget this. I'm out. Yep. <laughs> Takes a boat off his island. Oh, that was the most genuine words in that whole entire documentary. And I think that comes back to what, what Tim said about, you know, scams and, and him being scammed. And I've had family members scam. Is that, you know, the bottom this, line is as great as this documentary this was and- it looks like there will be justice for the attendees and and Billy for all the terrible things he did. Nah. There are really people that were hurt, and I don't, no, I don't think anyone's going to be sending the Jamaican people any money for this. No, yeah, that that was messed up. All like those ever. workers that work, they were working around the clock at one, uh, like the last few days. They were saying twenty four seven. They yep. had workers coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out. Yeah, yeah. That poor lady. That's I'm telling you. That's I really feel for her because I do was, too. She had to take out of her life savings. Yep. Yeah. Right at the end, because Billy did that to her. Yeah, that was like the sweetest lady ever. I know, I know. That it's so sad. That me. But all the rich people, I'm sorry, y'all gonna be mad at me, but hey, you played a dirty, you played a dangerous game. So yeah. <laughs>
If you haven't watched the, so I think there's there's two. I think there's one called Fire Fraud, and then the one that we watch is Fire Festival, the greatest party or greatest festival that never ne- happened. Never happened. What was the first? There's I'm looking. One. Yeah, I'm looking it's at it. Fire Fraud, I think. Fire Festival. Um, Fire, the greatest party that never happened, That's is the is the one that we called, and then Fire Fraud is the other one. Fire yeah. Fraud. Where you so find the other one? Um, Hulu. Ah, the other ones on so there's another one, it's it's good. And if you ever have, you know, th- there's dangers to it. But if you ever make fun of someone for trying to use social media again, I would watch this and just see how powerful it can be. It's oh, in, yeah. it's incredible, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Oh, one last, uh, one quick tidbit. Like yeah, uh, in in the documentary, it talks about how they had all these models and whatever and it took time to blow up fire you know the models constantly posting and then it kind of caught on and it took one kid one little kid yep. with oh, 400 no followers yeah, yes. 400 followers posted one thing and that's what blew it up destroyed it yep on one it post the, it was about the dinner it was about the sandwich oh yeah, yeah. Yep. that's the right sandwich. yep it's Impacted crazy one person mm. And that was after too. I think it's important to, to add to yours. That's after there was the website that tried to take it down. Yeah. And there was that guy that sent the f- that released the photos on Twitter, the fire fraud account. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, neither of those None did it, but nothing. that one kid, that one kid, look at my sandwich, boom, done, done. <laughs> that was so great. Great documentary, definitely worth checking out. Uh, we will be hovering around documentaries for the next few drop the mics next week for sure we're going to talk about another one we'll be watching off of uh, netflix yes, sir. three guesses who ready we're to watch that one, one two three <laughs> so this has uh, been uh, another drop the mic thank you to intern young gun see you later to Bye. intern tidy tim <laughs> yes, sir. this has been aj and mccall drop the mic on fire festival yes